Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. As I'm getting a little under the weather, I'm going to pre-record a bunch here because I'm not sure where this is headed. But anyway, uh, evil doesn't take a day off. I really can't either, but sometimes i got a plan. So if you wonder why, you're going to see some successive videos released all around the same time. That's why. I'm not sure where this is going. But anyway, uh, enough of the whining, okay, because it's time for me to do my job. And... My job is to convince all of you as parents and grandparents to do your jobs. And um, we, a lot of you, I'm sure, do. But we live in a society that is actually robbing kids of their potential. And it's by design. It's so we'll have a younger generation that won't stand up to uh, evil authority. Uh, and, and I'm going to go through some of the things that are being done to our kids uh, they're being done to our kids in such a way as to take the fight out of them. And um, I did, it's interesting. I just had a discussion about this earlier this morning with uh, someone that I used to play college basketball with. And uh, I'm going to be seeing him as I travel uh, here soon. And uh, we were talking about that and how we were raised and socialized and so forth. And um we're going to get into that here on the Common Sense Show. My name is Dave Hodges. I'm the host. We're the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. But we're going to help you get your kids through the summer of hell because the summer of hell is just the beginning. It's going to be summer, fall, winter, spring, eternity if we don't turn this around. We are brought to you by Noble Gold. Um, whatever you got saved, you need to keep. And what you don't need to do is keep more than, you know, major operating expenses, maybe one, two, three months, six months at the most. Uh, but you need to get the rest out of the bank and you need to get it into something that can't be controlled through digital currency by the Federal Reserve. Because as things really go south, they will take everything you own and won't even look back. You think they're going to protect you? Uh, you should have seen or heard some of the shows I've done on the FDIC, the insurance. There's no insurance for people like you and me. Okay? That's all locked up by the Credit Swap Derivatives Group. And I'll just say this, 1.8% of the cash that's in the banks is covered by the FDIC. That means that 92, was it, 98.2% is not. You're in that 98%. You will see nothing. Now, if they're really nice, they might spread the losses out and say, you're going to get 20% back on the dollar. But that would be a victory 
compared to what's coming. So you need Noble Gold to get you out of the system and diversify you as much as possible. And that's how I've used them. I'm ready for what's coming. I know we're all going to take some hits. Some people are going to take a 100% hit. Some people might take 50. Some people might take 20. But the less hit you take, the better off you're going to be. And Noble Gold can help you with that. 877-646-5347. 877-646-5347. And if you open up a Noble Gold IRA, you don't want to lose it to the bank when it fails and everything you've put in is gone. Well, then they're going to give you for a qualifying Noble Gold conversion on your IRA one of these three-ounce silver coins. I would do this now. I don't know how long we have. Um... There are many people saying we're in cataclysmic decline, and I I think they're, well, but let's put it this way. Mike Pompeo, you think he has any credibility as former Secretary of State, former head of the CIA? I think he knows what he's talking about. He's being very blunt about what's coming, and he's actually probably more demonstrative than I am when he speaks. Um, I want to talk to you about your kids for a minute. First of all, if you got your kids in a school where they're sexualizing them, you're not going to win the battle, in all likelihood. Um, same with uh, critical race theory. You know, there's a victim and a victimizer. And no, let's not play that game. Teach kids how to get along. Yes, cooperative activities. Uh, kids love that. Put them in situations and games where kids depend on each other. And like in the military, <laughs> your race, your gender, those differences all fade away because you need each other. Those are all things that can be done in education. Group work, if it's done right, can help facilitate that. But the schools aren't interested in facilitating that. The NEA wants to divide and conquer, and they are owned by the people that want to own you and your kids. And so you may have to homeschool your kids or choose a different school. And there are schools that you can take on that are still doing old-time values and doing what you think you'd want your kids to be doing and avoiding what's really harmful for them, sexualizing even before the age of decision. Wow. Not old enough to really understand baptism, but we're sexualizing kids. I just, just, oh, I go crazy at this. So anyway... Um, I wanted to talk to you about a few things about building resilient kids. I did my dissertation on resilience, and it wasn't specifically on kids, but the principles basically apply. And really, resilience does begin in childhood to some degree. And um, let me just say this. Sports and meeting responsibilities academically and commitments that kids make, like in clubs and activities... Uh, making them fulfill those activities, having them goal set, set intermediate goals, celebrate the victories, okay, uh, problem solve the setbacks. Those are the best ways. But I'm going to be really specific about what I've seen in sports. I had an education and um, a coaching career on and off, mostly on for over 40 years, and I've seen dramatic changes in kids. When I had this discussion, like I said, with a former teammate, and and we talked about how we were socialized. Kids are such sissies today. Of no, I don't like how you hustled on that play. Uh, go run five sprints over here, and then next thing you know, that coach is getting a call from mom and dad. We need have to have a meeting with the principal. Uh, that never used to happen. If I'd have gone home and complained to my father about something like that. After he was done laughing at me, he would have made me do something ten times tougher. And we were socialized that when we had an opponent, 
we'd never give up. Oh, we might have lost some, but we never would give up. We wanted to take away their soul. We would never go away. We would be in their face, and metaphorically, we'd rip their hearts out. That's how we were socialized. And those of you who are my age, you're thinking, Dave, I know exactly what you're talking about. Hell week. Twice, remember that? Twice a day practices in football. Um, And it wasn't so much the sport. It was the commitment and dedication to get the best out of yourself and be the most that you could be. And see, this also carries over in the classroom. There used to be teachers that take no crap. You didn't do your homework while you're staying after school until it's done. (laughs) I don't care if you have practice. You're getting your homework done first. Those of you, again, who are my age, do you remember this? Today, you'd have a parent of uh, a committee of parents wanting to lynch you in some schools. Not all schools, not all communities. Some still embrace the old work ethic. But here's the problem with America. We're socializing our kids to be sissies and take the easy way out. And that's the human nature. We're like electricity. We seek the path of least resistance, just like water. Water has to run downhill. Well, that's what human beings want to do. But you don't get better unless you run uphill, unless you challenge yourself, unless these kids are made to push themselves to the limit and then one step more. And that's how you become tough. And I'm talking both genders now, too. Now, I think the way that you coach a female is different than you coach a male. Um, But the outcome is still the same. It's being the best you can be. And in the classroom, too. Well, you got an 88. Uh, that's good. Um, and where'd you rank in the class? Oh, that's good, too. Okay. What do we got to do to get that to be a 95? What do you think you could do different? And we accept mediocrity. And this is why we have kids in schools, like in Baltimore, where there are seniors, and they can't even read at the third grade level. This is classic. Philadelphia, same thing. Oh, it's always blue cities, believe me. And is it by design? To me, it doesn't really matter. The schools started to meet their demise when they took God out of the classroom. The old Protestant work ethic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Knowing where your rewards come from. Mm -hmm. Knowing what your accountability is and to whom. Teachers, parents, and God. And uh, I remember being on a football staff, and we talked about our values. How do we want to interact with our players? What are our values? God, family, country, school, team. We wanted to model that for our kids. How many of your kids have that today? How many of them have teachers that are allowed to model this? This is a problem. This is a huge problem we have in our society today is we are now on our second generation of producing kids being less tough than they could be. Oh, and don't get me wrong. I mean, you got Doug Thornton, who's in his early 30s, and he's as tough as nails. Seriously. Um, I'm familiar with some of the things that this man can do in the weight room and athletically what he did in law enforcement, what he did in uh, the Marine Corps. He's a man's man, and he would be a man's man in any generation. And, you know, Bob Griswold, who, you know, I interview a lot, same thing with Bob. Um, In fact, his work ethic in the weight room puts people half his age to shame. So I look at that, and I'm just saying, we, we have people like that in our society, 
and we have some young men and women who are very much like that, but we don't have enough of them. I remember when I was in uh, elementary school, President Kennedy, and this is, I don't know, gosh, first grade maybe? Kindergarten? Anyway, President Kennedy had the Physical Fitness Council. Uh, and we had certain standards we had to meet. And I don't remember what they were. How many sit-ups can you do in a minute? How many push-ups can you do in a minute? How fast can you run? How long can you run? And that was only part of getting kids to be the best they could be. And my classes were challenging. And I look back on it when I was, remember, I was working on my first advanced degree. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm doing pretty good here. I'm really managing this well. Where did this come from? And I'm thinking, yeah, it came from Mrs. Tubman's seventh grade speed reading class. It came from Mr. Mitchell's second grade PE class where I ran so hard that I had a headache the rest of the day. That's the lessons that we learn. And today we put kids in sporting events where they don't even keep frickin' score. Now the kids do. They're competitive. But they're having the competitiveness robbed from them. And then we find parents that are idiots at, at athletic events because they won't let their kids deal with adversity. An umpire makes a bad call. Guess what? That's part of life. How many bad calls has this president made every single day? He's destroyed this country. And and it, it, why would we stand up to an umpire at a baseball game and we won't stand up to a president who's doing far worse? And why are we letting kids learn how to handle those challenges in life? Oh, that teacher is really tough. I have a friend who's a Spanish teacher. Um, and uh, we were, we've been friends for 30 years. And, and uh, she's taken crap because she has standards. Oh, she communicates them. She puts people in positions to be successful. And some kids are with their parents, oh, just take the easy way out. And then when the day of accountability comes, like the grade or getting credit for the class, then the parents all of a sudden come out of the woodwork. Where were they when the kid wasn't doing well? When they should have been pushed to be their best. You see... Whatever you and I do here as Americans to try to get the republic back and get it back on track, it's not going to mean much if we have a bunch of sissified kids. And I mean that sincerely. I I watched a game of football, and you don't have to understand football to understand what I'm going to tell you. But there were things I did as a football player that were within the rules when I was in high school. For example, if a tight end came across the middle, you're not coming to my area. Boom, blast him, whether the ball was thrown to him or not. Today, okay, that's called targeting. You can get kicked out of the game for that. And I'm thinking, so sissified. If you look at the way they call pass interference today, sissified, sissified stuff. Um, And all sports have become sissified, and it's by design. It's by design. I I remember we used to, baseball games, uh, the batter would be brushed back or even thrown at by the pitcher. They were establishing dominance. And, and I'm not really encouraging that, but I'm just saying today that's almost all but bred out of the game. Um, we have lost manhood. We truly have. We have a military. We're conditioning to be woke instead of tough. Do you think the Chinese are worried about woke? Or do you think they are? Or do you think they're worried about one thing? Okay, regardless of what you bring to the table personally, when you're in that foxhole, you better be doing A, B, and C, and there's no excuse. Yeah, exactly.
And I think our military today is on the way to being far less than it could be. And it's a reflection of our sports. It's a reflection of our education. It's a reflection of parents' weak standards for discipline. It's uh, parents not being on the same side as teachers and coaches and other authority figures in society. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time that are simply trying to get the best out of kids but they want the kids to have an easy time yeah and that's a problem and if you're not willing to do this for your kids then your kids will never hang on to what we might reclaim i think the toughness in my generation still remains We have these discussions a lot amongst ourselves. Uh, I wasn't special. I I would rip your heart out to win. And I didn't necessarily play dirty, but I would rip your heart out to win. I would never go away. I'd never admit defeat. And then there was the disbelief that, my gosh, we came up short. Okay, I was the product of my generation. I was like my teammates. I wasn't special. Today, people say, oh, Dave, you're a bulldog. You're not afraid of this. Well, you should have seen the people I grew up with. I was afraid not to be as tough as they were for being judged to be a sissy. Do we have that peer pressure today? I never wanted a coach to say, you're not giving it your best. Where's your heart? That would have cut deep. Or a teacher saying, you're never going to amount to anything. 
say that to a, t- a teacher, say that to a kid today, they're going to get fired. You're hurting their self-esteem. What, for telling the truth? Ladies and gentlemen, if your parents, or if your grandparents are parents that apply these lax standards, I think we better have a really meeting of the minds. And I will say this, too. I don't care if your sport is archery. I don't care if it's bowling. Um, it doesn't really matter. It truly does not matter. But kids need to be in team sports of some sort. And um, they need to be in team sports because they learn how to compete and get the most out of themselves, but they also learn how to cooperate and work together for a common goal. And uh, what we are teaching today, and this is largely a product of the media, be, be selfish. Everything is about me, 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 me. Look at TikTok. What a freaking joke. Let me go on TikTok and act like a jackass for 90 seconds. I got 2 million people following me, and it's all about me. Ego, ego, ego. And these people haven't learned the Christian lesson about the reason God said it's more blessed to, to give than receive. Well, let me explain this one to you. Okay, and this is the value of team sports, about giving with your teammates, making sacrifices for the good of the whole. When you engage in an act of random kindness, okay, so like you do something nice. Maybe there's a lady who's really struggling with groceries, and she's 70 years old, and she's coming out of the store, and um, she's struggling. You help her with the door. Can I help you to your car with that? Sure. And And so here's what happens. When you do that you get a burst of serotonin a feel-good chemical gee you don't have to take any fentanyl your serotonin high you feel good about doing it it's not ego it's just the way that we're wired to be kind the lady you're helping gets the same thing and you know what the research shows when you watch random acts of kindness you too get the serotonin burst See, we are programmed to be that way, but we're also programmed to be the best we can be. And it's okay for kids to cry when they lose and to be disappointed. And then it's our job as parents, when they get the C on the spelling test, and they really wanted the A, to teach them how to respond to that challenge and bounce back. And this is what we're losing. And this is what my generation had. It's certainly what my father's generation had as they grew up in the Depression to fight in World War II in Korea. Yeah, they understood sacrifice. They understood being the best you could be because your survival depended upon it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I really believe that what's coming, your survival of your kids, is going to depend on them being mentally tough. This is where it all starts. You don't have to be the most physically adept. You don't have to be the strongest or the fastest or the quickest or the biggest. But you can be mentally tough. And this can start to propel you through life to meet the challenges. Because the people that are out there right now that are talking to you about uh, you'll own nothing and love it, they want to rip away your soul, your desire to stand up to authority, illegitimate authority. They want to turn you into mush. Mush that they can control and sweep away in a moment's notice with no resistance. We need to teach our kids how to be resilient. 
That's it for the Common Sense Show. Please share this far and wide. Thumbs up, like us. Make sure that you become a member of what we do over on the TV show, which is we educate people to be as tough as they can be. This has been on my mind all day long, folks. i got to tell you, I've had three discussions today about this, and I may have another one if I can, let's put it this way, if I can stay healthy and regular. But anyway, thanks for joining us. Uh, and do not take this personally. This is prescriptive for the nation. And you know what? Teach your kids to pray in school. Oh, Mom, we're not supposed to pray to the Lord. Thank Him for your abundance. Ask Him for courage. There are some things we need to defy. That's not good. Oh, really? Let's see. We can break the law and protest judges before they even issue a ruling that results in an assassination attempt, but we can't pray? Hmm? Exactly. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you back here next time. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and I'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.